0: Come on everybody, it's the inside trip So
1: crack a high life and take a sip On that T-I-T, get up and scream And you can spell it backwards, you
0: know what I mean Your boy Brando in the house tonight Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight When Ben Watson gets on the mic You better get ready cause he brings the hype It's
1: about that time you already know That nasty trip, this nasty flow The inside trip, that is the show Don't wind up on your back bro. Oh, what's up, wrestling fans? We are back. It's the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast coming at you with episode number 62. My name is Brandon Olinger, and joined with me, as always, my main partner in crime, Ben Watson. The boys are back in town. Man, we are back after a little bit of a hiatus. Ben, this offseason has been flipping nuts. A lot of bit of hiatus. We, uh, a lot of bit of hiatus? We, a lot of bit of hiatus. Yeah,
0: want to apologize to all of our... Uh, um, All of our friends that listen to this podcast Because it's been a little bit of been a minute. Six
1: of them, maybe seven
0: <laughs> Yeah Because <laughs> it's been a minute since we've been back Um, But I'm excited I know we've been trying to make this work But just uh, You know, I don't know how pe- I mean, some people give it up to them Because schedules and everything And then sometimes you just need to take a break That's been me I-, I just needed
1: a break Yeah I needed a break You know, wrestling Near and dear to my heart All winter long And after Ohio State let me down, I I, just, I I felt like I, I felt like a the woman of my dreams left me, and I, and I needed a little bit of a break. Yeah. Okay. I had to I had to go some group group therapy. Okay. You know a little counseling. All right. I just wanted to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, man, work has been kicking my ass. Yeah, work
0: kicking work's kicking on both our asses. Playing golf. You got them kids uh, running you ragged.
1: Right there. Truth be told, my wife, the saint that she is. Let's meet, do as much wrestling stuff as I want, all winter long. But once March, you know, that third week in March ends, she's like, okay, Brandon. She's got it on the calendar. I need you to show up a little bit. Yeah, you've got to at least make an effort here, brother. Start start hauling these kids around places. But anyway, listen, all joking aside, we are so happy to be back. We apologize for the long hiatus. Apparently, there's been a little bit of wrestling action going on, a little bit of wrestling news going on. A little bit, a little bit. So we'd like to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm down to do that. Are you down to do that? I'm down to do that today, tonight. I, I, got, I got your attention for the next 59 minutes. 59, 58? 58. 58 minutes. All, all right.
1: right. What do you want to start with, man? There's been so much going on, Ben. Look, we got more coaching changes. We got more athlete transfers. We got junior world team trials. We got senior world team trials. We got the final X field announced. We got the women's lineup set. We got recruiting class rankings coming out. Oh, God. Out. Let's start with a little recruiting class rankings. Okay. All right. I'll Ta- tell you what. Talk me about them. Well, first, I think uh, first and foremost, <laughs> fuck Penn State, man.
0: Whoa, whoa! I'm okay. sorry. All right, <laughs> we're going. I'll, <laughs> I'll, ch- I'll ch- <laughs> it's the hard F there. I'll huh?
1: put the parental advisory label <laughs> on this yeah. one. Yeah,
0: yeah, you might need to. <laughs>
1: you know what? But after, yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Let, let me let me just let me change it up a little bit. Ohio State, our team. I think they got a you know yes they got a number two ranked recruiting class this year behind Penn State but they got some sneaky good guys coming in there that that I think is going to do well for us in the future.
0: They got a haul. They they definitely got a haul, but they're not even. You got them at number two. Flo's got them at number three.
1: Well, I'm going by my main man Earl Smith, the new editor for the Open match. Oh, congrats, what up, Earl? Earl, congrats by the way. Big shoes to fill. Alex Dean stepping down after a nice little run.
0: Yeah, talk to me a little bit about that. So Alex Dean. Um, he basically brought the Open Mat back from the dead. I, I hate to say that, but I mean, the Open Mat was like one of my favorite um, uh, places to get information for like what was it, like twenty something bucks a year. I mean, for like some of the best articles. Maybe we're a little biased because we've been published there a couple times. But uh, our boy Earl Smith, former D one CW uh, D one Division one College Wrestling uh, website, and
1: of uh, the uh, guy from the Sudden History Podcast, uh, is taking over at the Open Mat, huh? He is. And I'm, Dude, he's got big shoes to fill, because you're right. Alex Dean did an amazing job. I think he was like the the wrestling news writer, editor, or whatever, of the year this year. Dude put out content. You know, one of the great things about the Open Mat is it's all publication-based. You know, it's not video service. And I believe they are probably one of the only sites, if not the only site, to seriously cover all aspects of wrestling this year. Men's Division one, two, three, NAIA. WCWA Women's senior level stuff Men's senior level stuff High school stuff Everything across the board
0: So I mean they didn't
1: delve Into junior high stuff But just as
0: Alex Steen Is probably in an insane asylum From all of the stuff He had to deal with Because oh my goodness That No you're right I mean he covered He he covered so much man So uh, Big props to um, Alex Steen And I mean You know we don't We don't have any Well you know Any real, real huge tie to them I know you wrote a lot For them for their Women's stuff but I just really enjoyed it, and, you know, I'm excited what Earl's going to be able to do. Okay, so... So what you're telling me, Flo's got
1: Ohio State number three. They
0: got him behind Minnesota. Really? That's, I mean, Gable Stevenson, you know. They got a, they landed number one recruit. I think what Flow does is they really look at who's going to make the biggest impact. And, and you got you got to can't-miss prospect in Gable Stevenson. Um, at least that's what uh, that's what I got from the latest... Uh, so when you look at Flo Minnesota... Rankin's,
1: oh, that's from October 19, 2017. Okay, so. I'm going to need you to, to, to kind of get up to... To at least 2018. Yeah. Can you at least get to January. I just
0: googled, man. I didn't know we were going
1: here, but all right, I'm good now. Let's talk about. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Penn State's recruiting class first. Right. Okay, so Penn State. Everybody knows they don't bring. They're not bringing in a lot of guys, but they've got a lot of guys within like the top 20, 25 overall ranked recruits. Roman Bravo, Young, Aaron Brooks, <sighs> Michael Beard, Seth Neville's, Teasdale, Brody Teskey. I mean, that they got a lot. Of, they got some light guys coming yeah, in, yeah. I mean, it, Joe Lee, I think that's Nick Lee's brother, is coming in. That's right. Um, look, the well is not going to dry up at Penn State anytime soon, so they're putting some of these other schools on notice. But I like, Ben, I, I really like what Ohio State did with their recruiting class, man. For one, it's deep, they loaded it up, honestly. They really did, and they
0: didn't quit until I mean, who'd they just pull from uh, Ohio three time or three time champ, uh,
1: Kaymon Freeman, yeah.
0: So, I mean. You know they 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 definitely aren't um, just gonna sit back and secede the the crown of uh you know top recruiting uh, to Penn State anytime soon. Granted, Penn, Penn State when they landed some top twenty five studs. They Ohio really State got Ohio State though, you know you're talking about Sammy Sasso. You're talking about Gavin Hoffman.
1: Both I mean, guys ranked number one at their weight, respective weight class, are. depending on which publication you go at. So, and, I,
0: and I'm trying to remember that dude from Jersey. Um, oh, Quinn Kenner, Quinn Kenner, dude. I think he was number one until he lost. I think it uh, recently.
1: Yeah, I, I really think that he's going to, you know, quietly become one of the best guys in this recruiting class. And then you look at Rocky Jordan. But then they just landed D'Amelio,
0: D'Amelio too. Yeah, but that's
1: 2019, right? But I'm okay. You're right. You're right. Okay, you're
0: right. But, I mean, they're loading up. I think what, what we've seen and what everybody said is they're kind of taking the Penn State approach, right? That they're saying it doesn't really necessarily matter what weight you are. You know, we're going to try to – we're going to go out there and – if you're one of the best guys, we're going to recruit you. We're going to find some money for you. Um, Ohio boys staying home.
1: Kevon Freeman, D'Amelio. Jaden Maddox. Jaden Maddox. Rocky Jordan. Yeah, they're staying home. You know, so uh, – And I love that we tap into Pennsylvania and get some of the top talent in that state. Sammy Sasso, you and I—we've been following him for a while. Going to watch him at the Ironman the last few years. The guy's a—he's just a gritty, freaking tough competitor. I'm really excited to see what he can do. You know, I I think one of the key things is, especially with Sammy Sasso and Gavin Hoffman. In fact, there's there's two really key things out of this, in my opinion. How do you get four years out of Sammy Sasso and Gavin Hoffman? considering the log jam at the weights that they're projected to be at. And the other one is what can we expect from Malik Heinzelman coming in and in theory being the starter at 125 pounds possibly from the get-go.
0: One you don't um, expect four years out of out of all those guys. I think it's hard I think it's going to be hard to expect that. With the nature of the team that we've got, that Ohio State's got right now, I think it's okay to say okay, one of these guys might sit a year. Um, I know that's probably not what they want. And that's not why they came there. And what concerns me now is all this huge um, transfer flux because that can be a concern because people are starting to transfer a lot more, at least based on what I've seen.
1: Um, it does seem that way, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it
0: does. It does. So, you know, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that Gavin Hoffman's – where where you pencil him in next year? 84 maybe? I mean, that's Miles Martin's spot right now, son, unless he, unless he wants to take a red shirt. Um,
1: yeah, it, I mean, I, he's either – yeah. I mean, I guess he he's, he's going to redshirt. Yeah, But you're, even you're, after he redshirts, you're talking, he's still, you're talking Hoffman redshirt. Yeah, even after Hoffman redshirts, I mean, he's what, projected at, a what's he projected 97. at? 97. 97. He's still going to have to sit behind Colin Moore for a year.
0: I mean, people are talking maybe getting down to 84 for a year.
1: Possibly, but then you're looking, I mean, you, you've just, you got guys like Rocky, Rocky Jordan. Jordan um, Caleb Romero, you don't know where he's gonna be. Right, at I time. doubt he'd team up at eighty four. But um, yeah, I get your point. You know, you've got uh, th- this this kid that a lot of people are really high on. Um, is it is it Ethan Smith? Yeah, Ethan Smith. Ethan there Ethan you Smith. go. You know, a, a lot of guys are really high. He was on a, him. he
0: was uh, yeah, he was the number fifty one because I remember looking this up, ranked recruit out of his recruiting class originally committed to Iowa State, mm-hmm. and then when the whole Iowa State thing went down, he said I am gonna go to Ohio State. So you got a guy who's basically top fifty recruit in the country uh, out of any weight, and you are talking. You know, as a freshman, you know, is this guy going to come in and take a spot? But that's what I'm talking about with Ohio State is you got some depth now.
1: You really do. You
0: know, you're not running out. <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but you're not running out people that you know probably have no shot to to uh, even qualify for the NCAA Brendan tournament. Brandon Fitzgerald is, is, is your backup. Um, what you're running out is guys that you know. Say Ethan Smith gets hurt, you can pull out of Gavin Hoffman, or Gavin Hoffman gets hurt, Ethan Smith <laughs> can be pulled out. Kevin Snyder. <laughs> Kevin Snyder ain't bad I'm just kidding. No, he ain't bad at all um, Malik Heinzelman name You know, he probably is going to be So let's talk about 125 for a minute, though So there was a lot of 125-pounders on the transfer block this year We had uh, Zeke Moisey Sean Russell Sean Russell And uh, Connor Schramm Yes uh, Ohio State was linked to all of them, really, at least a little bit
1: I think it's easy, couldn't land any of them. But hold on, hold on. It's easy to link those guys to Ohio State because everybody knew there was an obvious need at Ohio State for a 125 pounder. Okay, uh, with the graduation of Nathan Tomasello, that doesn't mean that Ohio State had an interest in them.
0: Yeah, but you're talking about them not having an interest in a guy with one year left
1: of eligibility to where's, let Malik. Where's the money? T- you right. got, you no, got money all, tied? you got money tied up dollars though. and cents, right? You got money tied up, you got, you know, young guys coming in you're committed to. You got guys that have been in there in the room working hard, you know. and it's also gotta be the right fit. It has to be the right fit too. And you I'm not saying Ohio State didn't have an interest in them, but you don't know that for sure. Well so we it's, know Moisey had an interest in Ohio State, right? Sure. He listed it on his
0: on his uh um uh, you know, on his recruiting list, and now he's going to end up going to Nebraska, which is kind of a random.
1: By the one. way, did you see Nebraska granted a Jason Renteria release? Yep, there it is. You know, okay, you want to talk about release? And didn't he? Wasn't he just linked at what Iowa? Was, it Iowa, State? He was go Iowa Iowa State? Was originally going to go to Iowa State. I thought, I was, yeah, I
0: thought it was Iowa State. Okay, then the Iowa State. I might be wrong, but it, be that Iowa. was my understanding. Okay, then you got Greer and Russell leaving. You got Smith and Oliver leaving Central Michigan. We've. This is like. I mean, nobody's safe. That's what concerns me about a guy like, uh, um, um. oh my goodness, we've been away from wrestling way too long. Keyshawn Hayes. You know, like. I
1: don't think Keyshawn Hayes is transferring. Dude's so. sitting next year then, or is he going 57? Is he going to sit? What, we, is he going to wrestle 157? We don't know that for sure. Look, look okay, and, and the reason I, I say. And then Colin Moore seemed to indicate. The reason I say, no, Colin Moore. And the public in general has indicated that Micah Jordan's going to drop back down to 149. But you know what? Keyshawn Hayes is going to scrap for that weight class. Okay? Uh, Yeah. He wrestled off Joey McKinnon and it was very close. All right? And they were supposed to get – weren't they supposed to wrestle off again? And then they just decided that that Keyshawn Hayes would go up. You know, so I think Keyshawn Hayes is going to have a little bit of a say there.
0: Maybe McKinnon goes up. I don't know. Um, Probably not. (laughs) Now we're getting off on a tangent. So you you mentioned Malik Heinzelman, you know – I was interested to see how he was going to do at a, a bigger weight. You know, he wrestled fifty-seven kilograms at the World Team Trials, which was basically one hundred and twenty-five. Um, you know, he beat Rayvon Foley. Uh, granted, this is freestyle. Beat him thirteen to twelve. Um, that I mean, I think that shows you that where he's at, right? Rayvon Foley was a guy had a really nice freshman year. Came on, came on late. Yeah, really came on late too. Had, had a nice. Yeah, you're right. Had a really nice freshman year. Um, had some really some pretty damn good wins. Didn't uh, end up all american but. You know Malik beats him, so but what that shows me is Malik at least going to be able to step in and, and scrap, especially up at that weight we, That was the biggest concern about Malik right it wasn 't so much technical; it was his size he 's wrestling fifty seven kilos at the uh, junior world team trials, beats a guy Von Foley. now Brandon Courtney you know put in some work against him, <laughs> and Courtney 's not even going to be a rep unless unless Dayton fix doesn't unless Dayton fix uh, wins the world team trials. Um, Brandon Courtney was a big time recruit, though, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. big, big and he's already recruit. redshirted. Exactly.
1: So right. you know he, he's been in that college room for a year. You know he's been developing. He was a big time recruit, as it was. Um, I think I think seeing Malik Hinesman wrestle well at that weight class, going into his freshman season at college, I think it's very promising for Buckeye for Buckeye fans. Um, look, at, I, odds are he's probably going to be our starter next year at 125, unless. Unless they think that he needs a red shirt because he is the future at that weight class, right. then we're probably looking at... God, I don't even know. Yeah, well,
0: no. I I mean, it, it'll probably be the guy from Tanji, Liberty, what's his name, Um, who started this year for him Well, Nate Tomasella was out. Yeah, him. This shows you how far <laughs> it's been a minute. So,
1: okay, <clears throat> last thing I really want to hit on with the recruiting rankings is two things. One of them will be a segue into our next thing, but... I really like what Missouri did. All right, Missouri has a top five recruiting weight. Cl- I'm sorry, top five recruiting class. They pulled in nine guys ranked in the top twenty in their respective weight class, Ben. And you know what the interesting thing about it was? All nine are from the state of Missouri, including some big names like Malik Johnson and Sevian Severado. I like Severado, by the way. Yeah, and I mean he's going to fill a need for him at 125 too. Malik Johnson's projected at 125 as well
0: uh, yeah, yeah, they haven't at 125, 133 No, right They, they basically uh, you know, put up a fence around uh, Missouri Which is good because I think Missouri's got some high quality uh, A lot of good talent college wrestling, of or High quality high school wrestling uh, you, you know, I think that they did a really good job H- Here's the thing though I mean, you know, can only It's not like Ohio or Pennsylvania Can you only recruit Missouri and be successful? I think that's what we're going to see With
1: Missouri it depends on how you define success Because in my opinion I think Missouri has been Pretty successful Now But they want still, a trophy They're right? still trying to, to Crack into that top four To get a trophy it, And it's gotta be a two way thing You know You gotta get interest from These kids from PA These kids from Ohio These kids from New Jersey California or whatever But if you've got Wait Austin if you've Myers got, doesn't count? No he's Kentucky Got no Austin Myers <laughs> does not count He was Ohio He was part of the tap out twins <laughs> I,
0: I still don't even know Why he wasn't allowed to wrestle I don't care. Nobody knows. Like there was some, there's something, something that people, some people know.
1: So hit us up. I was told. I'm not going to say it on the pod. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm excited for you to tell me okay. off the podcast. But when you can grab nine, ten guys ranked in the top twenty in their respective weight classes from your home state, I think you've done a very good job recruiting. Um, I,
0: I'm not as, I guess, as super impressed as you are about that. I think it's great. Okay. I, mean, I think I think it's great, but you know. You know where where the top where the where the big dogs at?
1: Uh, like I said, Malik Johnson, Sevian Severado. They got a great heavyweight coming in. Zach Elam, I think he's like the number four number four number five ranked heavyweight. All right, all right. In the country, I mean, th- those are maybe I just don't guys, know enough. All right, yeah, you probably don't know enough, and that's okay. You know who I like the recruiting class slash
0: transfer class is Michigan, and that's what concerns me. You know, they got Mason Paris, who's a freaking stud. He'll probably red shirt just to get bigger. Joey Silva, I, we all know his story, right, didn't, I really didn't, like Joey. didn't we watch Joey Silva a couple times in Iron Man just scrap it out. shoegate, shoegate, baby, and they got a uh, you know, Will won of course, but then they got Canaan store, you know, so
1: um looking a little I'm on the fence with Canaan store. I think we oh, know right. you know, we know that the the talent is there, um, he had a great red shirt freshman year. Um, I think a lot of his, his successes for shirt freshman year um came when he uh was wrestling, you know, freestyle like, what he what he win? like the barrel, you know, he did really well at the Bill Farrell or whatever right. it was right. Yeah, he had a, it's one of those other. He was he was
0: um in high school and had like some some big time success at one of those freestyle tournaments.
1: You know, but I'm on the fence with him, but you're right. They got a good recruiting class coming in especially with those transfers, but speaking of transfers and recruiting class, let's go back to Minnesota. All right. They're bringing in Gable Stevenson is Gable Stevenson the best recruit of all time
0: I don't know man I mean come on that's that's a hard question to answer right now Um, he's one of the best I've seen in a while but you know I thought Spencer Lee was was, was up there
1: too so but the reason why I say okay think about think okay do you remember when Logan Steber was a senior in high school right going into college Mm -hmm. and I think he placed like fourth at the US Open that year? right people went crazy people went crazy this is so amazing what Gable Stevenson is doing right now, to me, is is unheard of. He's he's still seventeen years old. He's seventeen years old, multiple time world champ, owns the spot on the junior team. Yeah, I mean the junior team's no question. Just finished second at the trials. Didn't he beat Don Bradley? He just finished second at the trials. Yes. Um, so, I mean at, on the go. senior circuit. And what was really impressive about what he did at the senior trials is, a few weeks before that, Don Bradley beat him at the U.S. Open. Right. And so here's a 17-year-old kid that was able to learn from that and go out and reverse that result against a guy like Bradley who's been a fixture on senior-level teams for the last however many no, years. No, I think fixture
0: is a great word, staple. You know, I mean, he, he's, he, he's, you pencil him in on the, on the team, right? You pencil him in on the team. One of those guys is probably not going to – you know Zach Ray didn't make the world team trials? That's strange. Anyways, um, yeah, Gable Stevenson—he could be one of the best. It could be the best. I won't say one of. He is one of the best of all time. Could be the best of all time. I think it's hard for um, talking heads like you and I to make that decision for sure. We can have an opinion, but yeah, you—you um, you know, I think I think there's other. <laughs> God damn! I mean, Dayton Fix. I don't know. Who, where do you want to? Where do you want to oh, go, man? Because I mean, there's some people that are pretty damn good. Dayton Fix is looking damn dirty. I don't know, man. So yeah, so let's start talking about a little freestyle. Because oh,
1: speaking of recruiting class, okay. Speaking of recruiting, who are going with? Rumor has it there's a Dayton racer sighting. Where? Utah Valley. All right. U T U.
0: What do you think about that? Uh, good for him, I guess. I don't know. The dude's been more places than.
1: He's on, Dude, he's been linked to more college campuses than herpes I mean, seriously <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that I was going to make a comment about myself, but then I refrained <laughs> sorry, um, sorry, I shouldn't have said that Because um, apparently some of the people that have been emailing us Are people that uh, my wife teaches So somehow <laughs> she, she yells at me about stuff I say on the podcast But then she goes and tells people I do a podcast Like the student she teaches I'm like, you're dumb you why call, would you do that? You call your wife dumb? But why would you? She goes and tells these people I do a podcast and of course it's it, I, I'm nothing like this when I'm, act, you know, when I'm around one I'm around children or two around the people I work with. And then you got to go and ruin it and I got to and I can't even make a Herbie's joke now. I, well
1: I made it for you. Yeah, thank How's you How's that? No problem. Thank All you. right, let's transition to some freestyle, man. Senior Rule Team trials completed. That was fun, dude. It was it was fun. Yeah, I, I, that's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it and <sighs> The future is looking real good for the United States. You know, the future, is, I mean, you're right. Our, our, our the present are, and the future.
0: Well, yeah, I think it's hard to argue that when we just won juniors and what did we take? We, we finished pretty high at cadets um, and, and won seniors last year. It's hard to say that the United States isn't put up in a, or isn't put in a good spot. You know, one thing I did notice before we start diving in um, check my mic, make sure it's rolling um, is that uh, 10 weights kind of waters it down, though, a little bit. In terms of competition I mean we've got a great
1: Hey Ben Yeah I forgot to hit record No you didn't I... Just kidding <laughs> uh, <good>. I, ain't <laughs> shit, <laughs> I ain't got time for this shit man um, I ain't got
0: time for this shit No th- th- We know our team right Not not completely But we, we know Who can be a player on this team And they're all excellent They're all world level I, th- I don't think there's one person On our team that can't medal I think there's some people You know mm, You know Obviously some are favored more than others but I think ten weights waters down the trials. Don't I mean? Don't
1: even try to say that it doesn't. Look at the people in the finals, brother. So, I think it does at a weight class or two. I think it can. But I also think Ben, I, I, depending on what weight classes you're talking about, I, I think you might not be appreciating some of the guys in those weight classes. And one guy I'm going to point out is because you Nick made com- you made comments um, in our group text is Jason Chamberlain. I don't think you really appreciate. I don't appreciate him how good Jason Chamberlain actually is.
0: I mean, he was an excellent college wrestler, but he hasn't done much on the senior level. That I mean, he thought he went over to Euregan and took a medal home. He, no,
1: but he, he, he defeated a, an Olympian, didn't
0: he? He beat Frank Molinero. Correct at the U.S.
1: Open. Yeah, but I'm not impressed with Molinero right now. And he beat him in the real Team Trials too. He'd finals. Beat him. No, Molinero won it. No, he did not. Chamberlain beat him two matches to three. Oh, that, I knew it was. Uh, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two matches to one. He beat him two out of three matches. Yep, yeah,
0: you you are exactly right. I, uh, I I missed that one, and I watched. That's it. okay. I wa- and I watched it too. Um, that is strange. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not. You think? Gre- you think? You think? <laughs> you think? Chamberlain's got anything for Greasy? I don't even think so, brother.
1: No, I I I really don't. It,
0: I think it brings. Okay, look. You make a good point, though. Without interrupt. Sorry to interrupt you. Beating an Olympian like Molinaro, and and i and I totally i like I said I watched this, but I brain farted it 's okay you're you 're right okay i wasn 't appreciating it as good as he was uh,
1: let's let 's back up a second to your comment though about it waters down some of the weight classes, especially in the trials i don 't disagree with that one hundred percent i really don 't I do think that there's some guys that you may we may not appreciate very much. Um, and some new guys that are actually coming onto the scene right now. Uh, a classic example to me is I'm gonna go I'm gonna throw Zach out seventy four kilograms. Okay. You know, I'm actually really right. shocked that Isaiah Martinez came out on top in that weight class. Against Nazar. Against against Kolchitsky, absolutely. And it's not a knock against Imar. Um, Imar, one of our favorite college wrestlers to follow the last four years. Right. He teched you know, Kulchitsky two matches to none. He did. Holy moly. And I have said multiple times, I really think that Kolchitsky is probably one of the most underrated and underappreciated wrestlers on our senior circuit. Well, he's a D3 guy, you know? I mean, right. not a lot of people knew about him. but remember, and, he's he, been he stuck behind some, and he's been stuck behind some some tough guys. Right? right. Well, yeah, exactly.
0: He's He's been one of those guys that's kind of been um, a
1: competitor at those weights around... Uh, uh, Burroughs Burroughs, James Green Right, and Green, yeah You know, it, mixed in there You know, I, he's probably had some battles with Jason Nolf And some of those types sure. of guys But, you know, he's performed well You see him placing, you know, at tournaments all the time Placing high at tournaments all the time So he's a um, depth guy You know, making, you know, finals of, you know U.S. Open, world team trials, whatever um, But for Imar to go out there and beat him Tech him two matches to zero That's impressive What What is your opinion on on Imar right now in freestyle in the senior circuit.
0: No, oh, I mean I'm glad you asked me that. Um, you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's a Dake Taylor situation with with uh, Jordan Burrows. You know, in years past, we're thinking Dake, hey, this might be the year Dake beats Burrows, or hey, Taylor. You know, he's got he's got a legitimate shot to beat Burrows. I, I'm not sure Imar has a legit shot to beat Burrows. So that that's my opinion is that yeah, I, I think he's going to be I think he's going to get a wealth of of uh of knowledge. He's gonna gain a ton He's on the team from being on the team. He's on the team. And he's Burroughs backup. But I don't put him in the I don't put him in the same Dake Taylor type conversation that we've had since how long? Since two thousand and fourteen. Sure. When we thought that you know one of them was gonna knock Burrows off in the line, poke I, him.
1: I don't either. I, I, I agree with you one hundred percent there. But think about his think about his trajectory, his progression. Last year he wrestled um at the trials for Wrestling Freestyle, you know, for really the first time in a while, okay And he goes out there, and he got the monkey off his back He was finally able to overcome Anthony Valencia in freestyle Valencia had had his number, okay That's strange He me. goes out there, you know, he battles Marinelli um, And there was a couple other guys he Beat that, Marinelli Yeah, beat Marinelli There was a couple other guys Beat in that Chance Marsteller Marsteller, that was the other one as well Beat Marsteller yeah. Um, yeah, but those are all college level guys, my friend That's what I'm talking about then okay the, okay now i'm playing uh, the next down. year look he just went through navigated the rural team trials won that for a chance to wrestle in the final x against jordan burroughs now i'm not saying he's going to knock Burrows off look burroughs is the king of the jungle one of the all-time greats in our country and it's his spot until proven otherwise but i like that progression from imar especially when for the casual college wrestling fans it's easy to get caught up in the la- your last memories of Imar of falling in the National Championship Finals two right. years in a row. No, I mean, I, we haven't heard the last of
0: Imar, but, you know, we've got – he beat a Kolchitsky that beat Tommy Gant, one-time All-American 5-3 to three in the World Team Trial um, Challenge Tournament Finals. Mm-hmm. So I get your point about Kolchitsky. You know, guy who beats Evan Wick 4-0. Um, he's definitely, you know, he placed at the Bill Farrell. He's placed at the Schultz, but – Let's not get it twisted and think Gotchiski could go out there if he you know if he was a backup and somehow found the spot and go out there and compete for a medal. He's not gonna do that. Okay. What what Russia does is they got guys that their backups are out there competing for medals. You know, we don't have that at this weight. And and, and I think it's because remember we did have that with a Daker or a Taylor, right? And Cox and everything. Fair but, point. but I think what it does is with ten weights is it, it really thins out your depth. And and I think it's hard to argue that I get your point that People like Chamberlain, Chamberlain and Kolchisky are guys that are gonna go out and they're gonna place at the Feral. They're gonna, you know, maybe win Pan Ams. They're 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 going to win they're gonna have some success internationally. Daringer has great success internationally. That's more of a deep weight than you know what we're used to. Sure. But, but this isn't. You know, let's not let's ben, not sit here and you.
1: say that look I agree yeah. with you. It does ten weights does two things. One, it allows you to get your best guys on the team competing for medals. Exactly right. And two Whenever you add more weights, whenever you add more of something, it is going to water down some of the weights. But
0: the good news is, is I don't think it watered
1: down the USA team. Absolutely
0: not. Because think about it: the weights that were added, seventy-nine and eighty, or seventy-nine and um, um, ninety-two. Oh my God, we couldn't have we couldn't have lucked out better. No, not at all. We couldn't have lucked out better. I mean, are you kidding me? We added two dudes that have had that have beaten world champions. I mean, come
1: on. All right let's let's go back a second. Let's go. Let's talk fifty seven kilograms. Date and fix. All right I, Yeah let's talk This 47. kid man Look Junior world champ This past summer right Or was it silver medal Champ or silver no, he, medal Help he, me out He here. won it He won He won sure?
0: junior worlds But then he didn't place In U23s Okay that's exact Okay there you go There you go he, but goes he wrestled out. A real tough dude At U23s He did No you're absolutely, right. I, think you're it absolutely was a, right I forget who it was But it was some dude That's like
1: super legit So he loses To Tony Ramos In the US Open Okay Another example of a young kid taking a loss a few weeks ago against a, a a very high level game opponent like Tony Ramos, and then coming out
0: loses to him in the kind of last second. Ramos Ramos turns him for two off of uh,
1: uh like it was like a, almost like he was in a low single drape position, and then comes out, navigates the tournament, meets up with Ramos in the finals again as expected, and. Dayton Fix dominated the match, man. Dominated both of those matches. I mean, he was getting to his offense. His inside trips are nasty. Inside trip of the week, right? I mean, who who else is going inside trip of the week? With? Whoop! I mean, whoop! And I mean, on top 100% of that, inside trip of the week. He hit. He hit the inside trip that was just slick. Put him to his back for four, and then that inside trip transitioned to a double leg. Right. That right. Is some dirty lift, stuff. Yeah. Well, yo, know, hold on. Before we get too
0: too crazy about Dayton Fix here, Or I mean, about that finals match. You know who he beat to make the finals? All-American Eddie Lamara All-American Zane Richards, four-time All-American Zach Sanders. This is the dude that hasn't freaking wrestled a college match yet, and he just rolled. He up. has
1: wrestled a college match. He was a redshirt freshman this year.
0: But I meant like for a team. Oh, okay. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like, yeah, like a, an attached match, gotcha. right? All right, I hear you. Just rolled up, multiple-time All-Americans. Yeah. Rolled him up.
1: His is that because he's good his, at freestyle? He's fantastic at freestyle. Right. I mean, that's right? his best. He's style. also. Amazing in college. Look at his look at his redshirt year this year. Beat Ronnie Bresser. All right. Well, I don't even think he lo- did. He lose a match this year.
0: Yeah, he lost to. Uh, maybe, maybe it was one. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. I'm sorry, man. We're we're a little bit far out. It's
1: okay. He beat Ronnie Bresser tight. Right. So you know, he had a great redshirt freshman year. He comes out here. He does this. He also beat Lizek, I think. Too. His. Demeanor on the mat He wrestles with so much confidence And he is not sitting back and letting some of these veterans Dictate the pace of the match He is dictating the pace of the match And getting to his offense, which is exciting
0: He out-freestyled Ramos in the in the two matches that he won Ramos could not take him down He would get in deep on a single leg At one point, um, Dayton fix. I think it was during the first match It was uh, 2-0 Or 2-1, it was 2-1 Ramos was in deep with like 40 seconds left Fix does some Did he get out of that single leg Yeah yeah. He, gets, he does some outside arm thing To a far ankle defense Elevates it Kind of sits the corner and scores And another thing that Dayton Fix did was uh, Ramos had a single leg in, in the air mm-hmm. And Dayton Fix does like a dive through funk roll uh-huh. Without exposing his back That is savvy freestyling He, he out freestyled Ramos Now fr- Ramos out freestyled him Barely at the open fixed out freestyle Ramos and it wasn't even close. Ramos was in on so many single legs, such great defense. I tell you what, I know he's great at freestyle, but that style is going to translate to folk style. And I think he's a perfect fit for Oklahoma State. I mean, his fakes oh, yeah. his slide guys, oh, yeah. you know, his inside, inside trip. trip. Yep. And just general his general
1: mat, mat awareness. He's immediate Okay. 125 He's an immediate title contender Whether he's at 125 or 133 Yes And I hope he's at 125 Because I want to see Me him too. And Spencer Lee just battle Yep
0: Some of the notes I have right here Is no Spencer Lee Cannot wait to watch Fix and Lee battle As long as he's at 125
1: And you know what You know what's going to be So great about those guys I want to see him battle in college And I want to see him battle On the senior circuit I don't For years to come I don't want to see him battle On the senior circuit I do I want to see those two Find two different weight classes And go out and win tons of it, world medals It would be nice To have one of them At 61 kilograms Because let's face it Well and who knows What the weights Are going to be right that, That's true But I mean I mean, s- I mean, I would rather have Dayton Fix And Spencer Lee At 57 61 wh- However You right. know Whatever order Because r- right now 61 We're looking a little weak We never know What we're going to get From Nashawn Garrett uh, Joe We'll Cologne, talk about that In a minute Joe Cologne's getting A little long in the tooth Alright <laughs> Yeah You know <laughs> <laughs> Little long, Joe, the long in the mustache.
0: I mean, Joe Colon is our potential representative at 61 kilograms. That's a story for another. You know, well, that's a story for a couple minutes. <laughs> um, but I can't wait to watch it. You know, no Spencer Lee. Um, and I know we're running real long, because, but it, you know what? I'm having a hell of a time. Um, I guess you know if you, if you listen to some of the other podcasts, which I'm sure you do, because apparently we can't keep relevant because we drop them once every freaking blue moon. Um, they're saying that you know potentially it was a it was a decision like. You know, obviously Spencer's going to have something to say about it, but almost like, you know, you're coming off that ACL, you've had a long recovery
1: time, I want you to sit this year. It was, I don't like it. It was a smart decision, in my opinion. I hate it. It I was a smart decision. I hate it. And you know what? You know, I, I, it shows, to me, it shows Tom Brand's adapting. And changing and we talked about that in multiple podcasts this this last college wrestling and I agree season with that. Okay? Did that and we, we yeah. talked about it you know multiple times you know i think in years past before this you would have seen spencer lee they would have had him transition right to this right to freestyle without a break and i think they're being smart with this kid's future because right now while we're all pumped about what we're seeing from Dayton fix let's not forget what we just saw from Spencer Lee And what we've seen from him in years past oh, God. Let him rehab his knee Let him rest up Let him go wrestle in a couple of uh, overseas tournaments Let him stay a little relevant uh, And then next year We're going to see It's gonna get, Ben it's going to get sick nasty next year it,
0: No it's Dan Dennis Gilman Or it's Dan Dennis Ramos They don't want another Dan Dennis Ramos brother I think that's what it is what are they going to do next year? Gilman Lee, I don't know. Gilman probably be done then. He's too He's big. Out of your damn mind. Gilman's going to be a sixty-one pounder at some point. He's so big. How does he cut so much weight? It, it's never affected him. I know it, it never affects him. Literally, he could freaking suck a freaking. You know 15. where are you where are you going with this man? He can suck like fifteen pounds and go out there and wrestle like a <laughs> damn animal, man. Yeah. So
1: no, I'm I, so sad he didn't. Thomas win a Gilman's title. is that I, sad? Weird to say. What?
0: I'm sad Gilman didn't win a title.
1: I am kinda
0: And <laughs> I don't like him But he deserved it I mean The only thing you earn Is what you deserve The only think you deserve is what you earn But damn Anyways Um One fifty Or fifty seven kilo dude <laughs> Dayton Fix Beat the hell out of Clamara Richard Sanders And Tony Ramos Beat the hell out of him.
1: So I know we're not gonna make I don't wanna make Final X picks today No you know, no we, but we I mean, lot, We got a lot of time To do that. But That's leading up To a very intriguing Big match Between Fix And and Gilman and, and It's
0: in Lincoln Nebraska So it really doesn't Favor anybody
1: there In terms of home field I mean it's Close to Oklahoma It's close to Iowa And actually uh, um, Gilman is actually From Nebraska Okay Okay So I, I, Yeah He went to high school In Nebraska I did know that So um, What's gonna be Interesting for me In in that match When it occurs Is Can Fix Get to his offense like he did against Ramos And some of these other guys Against a guy like Gilman Who does not get pushed around easily Who is actually typically the aggressor What are your thoughts? Well, okay
0: I've got two things One, I don't think that's And, okay, that's not the question I have I think it's a great question Can fix get to his offense And I think he can, yeah I I think he can Um, Get in on Gilman Um, You know, Gilman is uh, really long I think the bigger question is, can Gilman get to his offense? Because Gilman is one of those guys, remember we saw him when he took second in the world? He would somehow, Steve Rask, get in on that single leg, and it wouldn't look pretty, but he would suck it in. That's the key to me. When you look at Ramos' inability to finish on fix, Mm -hmm. I mean, complete inability to finish on fix. I mean, he was in on a single leg so many times. I think Gilman is better. Than Ramos, and he is, at 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 finishing those shots And I think that's why Gilman's going to win that match Against Dayton Fix I know Dayton Fix is the shiny new toy But is he going to go out there and inside trip Thomas Gilman to his back And is he going to be able to kick out of those single legs Nah, I don't think so I think Gilman, well I'm making the pick now But I think that Gilman has a really Gilman's got to be favored in this match man. The guy just took second in the world last year
1: I think in order for Dayton Fix to win And I'm not saying it can't happen If Dayton Dayton Fix has to put Gilman in situations Where he's exposing his back Based off of big moves And if Gilman If Gilman can keep this To a one or two takedown match I think that favors Gilman Yeah, no, I I completely agree Because I think Gilman's going to get that finish
0: You know, Fix might fight off a couple of them But Ramos I mean, Ramos is a savvy veteran wrestler But on the international level and, and it's it's strange as he's nothing spectacular. Gilman? No, they or Ramos. Oh, Ramos! Yeah, Ramos. Yeah. Is right. nothing no, spectacular. I got you. I got you. Um, Gilman and Fix both are. Oh, absolutely. They both they both not not only has Gilman got a senior level medal, but he also medaled in the junior level. So we know he, that he, you know. Yep. Is, is his transition up, and we know Fix has got a uh, you know he's got a whole rack of medals right on the on the uh, age level circuit. So that's
1: gonna be fun, man. Oh my God, that's gonna be fun. I'm to pumped. Watch. I'm pumped. All right, let's. I don't want to spend a ton of time on 61 kilograms. To be truthfully honest, but uh, Neishon Garrett comes out on top. I mean, just completely dominates Nico Megalutis. Are are we seeing the Neishon Garrett we always thought we were going to see, or is this a product of a again maybe a watered down weight class by senior level standards? I gotta pee.
0: <laughs> I gotta pee bad.
1: Like, we literally, Ben thinks I'm pausing this so he can go pee. He's literally taking a piss break right now. So, um, let's take a timeout for Ben's pee break. And we're back, wrestling fans. <laughs> hey. You feel better? <laughs> oh, dude. My bladder's about to explode. <laughs> All right, so can you answer the question now? Dude,
0: we've been wondering when it's going to be Nation Garrett's time for a minute, son.
1: Haven't we? We have been. I remember when he came out of college, we thought he was going to be the next guy at... Fifty-seven. He was at fifty-seven. Remember, he had
0: Ramos almost beat, but then Ramos did the whole "I broke you" thing. Yeah, from that weird thing. So yeah, we were thinking, you know, Nation Garrett's the man. Then he had some strange matches with Cody Brewer. He beat him a lot of times, and Brewer beat him. And you know, you're right. Okay, so this is, I think, a little bit of the one. I don't know why Nico Medical Ludus. I think he's just enjoying wrestling, which is why he's sixty-one. He's really a fifty-seven kilo guy. If he he did it full time, but he's a full-time financial advisor. Seriously, I mean, that's what he does for a living. Um so for him to go out and make the World Team Child Challenge Tournament Finals, that's awesome. But I mean Garrett Garrett took him to the woodshed, didn't he?
1: Yeah, I think it I eleven to nothing, ten to nothing or something. Right. Put up sixteen on gross.
0: You know, he wrestled Cologne at the US Open was twenty to thirteen. Yeah. What was that? Thirty three points, thirty five points in that match? Right. So I mean <laughs> Sean Garrett, I wrote this down, it's kinda lame. It's kinda like the Cleveland Cavaliers. Great offense, no defense. <laughs> right? I mean, Fuck you, man. I'm a Cavs fan. I know. What are they two and
1: two? Two and two, baby. Down two zero. People talking about LeBron is done in Cleveland. Nobody thinks LeBron's done. Well, he's done in Cleveland. Everybody sure. thinks he's done in Cleveland. He's gone. But boom, come back. But it doesn't matter. But he's
0: gone. He's leaving. He's gonna go play for like the Rockets or something. Six
1: do years. you want? Stop.
0: That's what he's gonna do. Don't, I don't know. Don't be so freaking hurtful. I just read what Twitter says. Do you think I
1: actually sit down and watch basketball? I don't. Um, so you know what, I, Ben? I think you're look. I'm I, I agree with what you said um, I think this is a weight class right now 61 kilograms where um, I think we lack a true upper echelon Representative at this weight class regardless. It's our weakest it, weight right it, 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 it is definitely our weakest weight class um, Neither, I mean I don't however, think we have a guy That's even got an age
0: level medal At this weight or At least wrestling a final axe I'm not sure I don't think Garrett or
1: Cologne Won an age level medal So Um I don't think so either Which is awesome That's our standard now That can be fact fact checked Um, But I would be super thrilled To see Nashawn Garrett come out of this Beat Joe Colon And I I just want to see what he can do On the national scene Just see if he'll just let it fly Just open up his offense Let it fly And see what happens man He's gonna get
0: single leg laced up
1: (laughs) <laughs> and go zero and one.
0: That's what's going to happen. I know. I'm, I'm telling you, that's going to happen. Um, no, I think I think that he probably. Um, man, I'm beating up on Cologne here, but I think he's probably a better representative, right? Cologne. I, no, Nation Garrett. I think he's got a better shot. Maybe he's just he's more dynamic, right? He's more dynamic.
1: He's more explosive. He's got the offense. Maybe not Cologne.
0: Just Cologne can put people on their back, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, you make a good point.
0: I, I don't know about this weight class. Let's just say. Let's that, just go to sixty-five yeah, kilograms, I don't
1: know. where it's an all Buckeye Final X. Oh wait, baby! After Logan Steber, the vegan, old Stebler, Avengers is lost. to Jaden Ironman comes out on top, beats him ten-five-seven to
0: one. I didn't know Stieber was a vegan. How would you find that out? <laughs> Are we in a group text with the guy that reminds us? At least Dan Ranzik is Ranzic. so pissed
1: that Logan Steber is a vegan. He will not stop being. Dude mad he hates about
0: him. It. Dan Ranzik also boys with Mark Schultz. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh God, um, Stiebler, uh He barely beat Evan Henderson.
1: Needed a four with under a minute left to win that match. I mean that that's that's the Steeper we've become accustomed to.
0: Let me ask you this: He's,
1: one. He can blow out some guys. He can Haji Lev can beat come 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 you know, keep it real close with other guys and pull it out in the end, and he can also be beat, as we saw at the US Open.
0: Let me ask you this question. I'm wondering if the cut down to sixty one kinda hurt his body, man, a little bit. You remember when he balked up nicely to sixty five kilo for the that Rio run? Yes. He looked at big old arms, big legs,
1: big chest. He was eating meat. Yeah, he can he can yeah, he competed well. You can't you can't have a big chest and big arms when you're eating yeah, carrots and green beans. He got... <laughs> Freaking kale. Do you
0: remember that though? He got forward by Molinaro or by um by um Molinero and then couldn't quite come back. Yeah. Or else he probably would have been our rep I mean he would have had wrestle Pico. And he looks he looks tiny at sixty one. I shouldn't say tiny, but or, or excuse me, sixty five now. Like he don't he does not look the same as he did a couple years ago, sixty five.
1: But does he look any smaller than a guy like Jaden Ironman I, I mean is this you know, what we're I didn't seeing now with the, with the with the new weight class rules and things like that Oh I, you're I get right it. he, it's same day You know he you're doesn't right. it, I get it he doesn't look as big It's same day you're right Brandon I, The thing about Logan Stever and God you know he's Dude one of the all time greats you know in college my, One of my all time favorites. I mean Ohio he's a sang, He's a holy in Ohio In Ohio absolutely the, the thing is you just never know what you're going to get with him when he wrestles and I think it's awesome that he was able to reverse that loss to Jaden Ironman. By the way, Jaden Ironman, man, is just going to keep getting better and better. I like that guy. I like him a lot. I like him too. Don't get fooled because you know what? He take fourth at one forty one this right. past year, lost yeah. to McKenna lost for third McKenna. and fourth. Because any one of those lost top to five, D. any one of those top five guys could have won that weight class. Then he lose the Yanni D in the semis. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, no, Jay, that, that was a hell of a weight class. We
0: remember that, right?
1: So we got an all-Buckeye Final X, Stieber and Joey McKenna. Okay. Shiny new toy? Yeah. Is that what it is? Look, McKenna's performed well, you know, on the freestyle circuit. You know, he was a junior medalist, right? Yep. U-23 silver. He silver. Um, was junior silver, U-23 bronze. Bronze. So, I mean, he's... he's Logan Stieber, though, been a world, world champ. Camp. Been a world champ. And you know, I, I got to favor Steber right now, man.
0: I, I think it'd be silly not to favor Logan Steber. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, the student. You know, the question of, inevitably that we'll will answer, and then they'll answer: Has the student become the teacher? Right? I mean, Joe McKenna went there to train with Steber. You know, I mean that that was that was one of his plans. I'm assuming. You know, you, you don't go to a place like you don't choose to transfer to Ohio State. Um, you know, for <laughs> the academics. <laughs> Compared to like Lehigh or something, but um, dude, that's low. <laughs> I know. No, I mean Ohio State. It, it it is actually a fine scholastical school. I know mean, I get beat up for that, but it actually is pretty good. It, it's not as easy to get into as you think.
1: I mean, it ain't no slippery rock, but you're right. Hey, it hey, well, that was
0: that was real easy to get into. <laughs> um, hey, UC law schools, the top fifty law school. At <laughs> least kidding. it was when I went there. Um, I think Steber wins that match. Or I mean, I got to go two out of three. But I tell you what, McKenna's stingy as all hell. He really is. is stingy as all, and he's hell. wrestling really well right now. He hasn't stopped wrestling well since he lost to Nick Lee, or not Nick Lee, excuse me, um, Tommy Thorne Absolutely right. He's not stopped wrestling well. He, he, I think he forgot that like he was supposed to maybe have a hiccup because he just completely beat the hell out of everybody else
1: except for Bryce Meredith. He's uh, McKenna's wrestling phenomenal right now. I think. Look, it, it, it's been proven that the, his decision to leave Stanford and go to Ohio State has done wonders for him. I just have to wonder though, is this a situation where, you know, he gets big brother a little bit? I think he's bigger than Steber, And I'm not talking about size. I'm talking about the older, the savvy veteran, the guy with all the accolades, the world champ.
0: Stever's Stever's so hit or miss, man. I mean, I remember the year that he won um uh the world the um the non Olympic weight world team trials when he just beat the hell out of Graf. Um and they went out there and won the world medal. I was like, "Dude, this dude is, this dude's gonna win more more than one world medal." And uh, he just looked not very good at worlds last year at sixty one, probably the cut. But and since then, he's been really hit or miss, man. Lost to the guy from Japan, didn't he? At uh, yeah, at uh, World Cup. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I'll tell you one thing. I'm I'm glad that we've got a guy like that, you know, in the mix at sixty five kilos, but. Uh, let's just say that I, you know, and and I'm harder on him, just like everybody's harder on their own kids, right? Absolutely. I'm harder on him because he's a Buckeye than I would be on anybody else. But I, I'm not sitting here, extremely supremely confident in him as our representative Of 65 kilos. But I'm not sure McKenna can go out there and and, and medal either. You know, fair point. And, and and that's something that we'll have to look at more as we look at the landscape of 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 the weight class because yeah. that's a weight class that we didn't medal in. This past year with a really tough Zane Rutherford, and honestly, you know, w-
1: with Joey McKenna, I don't think we really know what we have from him on the senior level because we've seen him perform well at junior level, we've seen him perform well at the uh, you know the U twenty three, but I don't really you know we're not seeing him wrestle a lot of those overseas senior level overseas tournaments, so you right. just don't know what you're going to get from him. Yeah, I mean he's um, still in
0: college, and he kind of he did the U twenty three thing, but he's not a full fledged Kyle Snyder. No, you I, know.
1: I completely agree. I just think, aside from the fact that Steber has been extremely inconsistent the last two years, um, he especially, really has been, hasn't he? You know, especially since he won that that world championships, um, he's still, in my opinion, I I, I just think, I th- I think he's favored in that match. I think it's going to it's gonna be great to watch. It's going to be great to watch. It's cool that they're like cool with it too. Oh, dude, they're so you know pumped. you see that they're, they're so like, pumped. hey, we're bringing it to Buckeye.
0: You know, they said final X for that weight is going to be in it's Columbus. It's been moved to Columbus. So people actually believed that. I wish it was. I'd I'd go watch the best two out of three between those two, scrap Um, Yeah, I I mean, I think I'm I'm right there with you I think the biggest thing we have to have a conversation about is um, You know, if a guy like Zane Rutherford can't medal at that weight class You know, I don't know how confident I would be with a guy like Joey McKenna doing it
1: It remains to be seen, right?
0: McKenna's a great freestyler He's got a head
1: pinch like crazy He's got a sick head pinch he And you mentioned this earlier He's got a stingy defense He's got a great single leg he's I think a good freestyle He's got a style that translates very well to freestyle um, You know so uh, Who knows May the best man win Let's go to 79 kilograms Ben We've he, talked 70 We've talked 74 a little bit Let's go to 79 we, Because We talked 74 Yep let's do it This right here <laughs> Saheed Valencia man I mean okay it ain't just the KD show anymore, is it? Let's hold off on that. Is it just the KD show? No, let's hold off on that for a second.
0: All right, all right.
1: Were you expecting that from Zaheed?
0: No. No. We're expecting to, him to dominate um Alex Daringer yes. two matches in none no. If you were and you're not Zaheed Valencia's girlfriend, his mistress, his brother, his mama, his mom, his dad, I, I, Zeke Jones I wasn't expecting that shit. Um, dude, no, you ain't expecting to beat him seven one four oh and just was that I think it was seven one four yeah no 7-1-5, Seven zero five one. 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 Yeah. Doubling him up, son. Doubling him up. In that five one match, he just owned him. Deeringer looked lost. He looked confused, lost,
1: broken almost. Well, I think I think
0: you bring up a great point there because okay, so it was one oh going into the second period of the first match, right? Mm-hmm. And then but you could see Deringer was like at least in my in my head, I'm thinking, he's thinking, Why the hell am I why can't I score on this guy? What's going on? You know, okay, it's still only one oh. Then heat hits him with that, that freaking level change blast double. Yep. And Darringer's like, All right, <laughs> this is about to be a dude that can wrestle. Like this is about to be a guy that that they might be able to scrap. And then he hits him with another double leg that same match. Five one. I'm still thinking, all right, Alex Daringer's gonna write the ship. I really am. I'm thinking, you know, he looked great. His level changes are translating. His snaps are translating. You know everything he does well from in folk style translates to freestyle, and then he goes out there. and Just I mean, I, I but beyond besides Tony Ram or besides Dayton fixtures inside trip and Tony Ramos to his back. I'm not sure there was anything more impressive, and, and I'm, I'm not even sure that was more impressive than a seven-zero blanking of a dude who's had significant world level success on the freestyle circuit. Significant, Alex Danger Has had really good world level success In the freestyle circuit And Zahid Valencia put him to bed without any dinner
1: uh, Yeah to Ben, you said it great right there I think Look man We have been so blessed With some amazing wrestlers Especially at the co- collegiate level lately You know, you look at guys The Kyle Snyders David Taylors th- th- all the dudes that's come through Penn State right now And <laughs> Penn State's team it, it, Exactly it, 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 And we could go on and on and on And I think it's real easy to forget How How damn amazing Zahid Valencia actually is Well Mike Callum is. just
0: emailed us and asked him that question didn't he
1: Mike Callum did send us an email Talking yeah, he about said, He said he, he remembers you yes. saying
0: something about how I mean Zahid was basically a headgear pull away From And Mike Callum shout out to him He's one of our um Avid friends that listens to the podcast, just an awesome dude. He said, "You, you know, you mentioned that he is a headgear pull away from being a four time champ, and look what he just did."
1: Being an undefeated, possible undefeated four time oh, champ. Four-time okay, champ. and it, it's so easy. To forget about him when you're you, – you know, you've got the Kyle Snyders and you've got the Spencer Lees and you've got the Nolfs and the Zane Rutherford and all And you and got the those. younger
0: guys like the Dayton Fixes exactly. and the Lees.
1: So you've got guys about his age too, right? Right. But here's a guy that goes out, takes a silver medal in the Junior World Championships last year. All right? He's been successful at every level he has. He's
0: got multiple age-level medals, I'm pretty sure.
1: I think that mm, – No, you're
0: right. I think he was upset once. Yeah, it was
1: random. I don't think he has multiple age level medals. I'm not sure. We'll have to we'll have to fact check that. And the other thing about Zahid is, you see guys that are really slick and athletic. Okay, so I'm gonna use Dayton Fix. Okay. Um, Yeah, he's both those things. I'll use a guy like um, maybe a David Taylor. Okay, I always thought David Taylor was super slick, very fluid, uh, very fluid. Zahid Valencia. Is extremely powerful. He looks like he's popping locks. He's extremely powerful. And he has phenomenal athleticism. And if you don't believe me, go back and watch the scramble in the NCAA finals between him and Mark Hall. Yeah. That is 100% athleticism. I don't recall that one. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um,
0: and by both guys, by the way.
1: He, we, we've said this so much. He's got an amazing level change. He's got a long reach. He's got a great double leg. His snaps. He can transition cool. to single leg. Great snaps. Super athletic. He's going to be tough out for anyone. Now, can he compete with Dake?
0: All right, we go in there.
1: We're not making picks, but let's go. No, there. no,
0: but all right, all right, all right. I, 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 I want to come back to Daringer for a second. But let's go there. Let's okay. go there. Let's go there. Go, go
1: back to Deringer. Do it. Are you sure? No, you said you wanted to go back to Deringer. Let's do that okay. before we start talking about the matchup. I mean, Alex Daringer is a dude
0: that's three-time NCAA champ.
1: Three-one-one-one.
0: Yeah. I mean, we we had him on the. He just lost the Kyle Dake five five criteria at the U.S. Open. Correct. We're thinking, hell shit, you know he he might he, he's been closing the gap on on Dake, you know could he be our rep? Probably not. But even if he is, we're comfortable with it. And now this is a dude that might never see a freaking world team, or excuse, you know be the representative for the world team. That's I guess what I'm saying is how impressive what he did. um you know, before Okay so now Dake Before the tournament I think it, the assumption was Dake's going to make the team Deringer is going to make it hard on him Well, we know that's not going to be the case Because Derringer's not going to be there The question is can I think the ultimate question is Can Zahid's Double leg Get in on a man Whose defense Has been shown to be Impenetrable even against guys like David Taylor And even been able to shut down for a little bit Jordan Burrows
1: Okay well, let me answer that first Sure I think Zaheed can get to, to I think Zahid can absolutely get to Dake's legs Really? Double leg, Dake's legs Okay Okay, I absolutely Can he finish that double leg Without getting lifted for four? Right, four or two or, you know Dake is very good Guys get in deep on his leg He chest wraps He launches them He's got a chest wrap Dake has been (laughs) launching dudes lately He's got a chest wrap Is he putting uh, uh, Dake's opponents are racking up more air miles than anybody I've seen in a while (laughs) lately All right, let's just put it that way Dude, Dake is That chest wrap against India I felt bad for the guy I honestly felt bad for the guy That guy
0: hit the ground harder than I'm not. No, I'm not going to bring. Here's him. the thing: if if you got a friend who doesn't like wrestling, show him that
1: chest rap sequence, and he gonna like wrestling. The other thing about Dake is this: I don't think there's anybody in wrestling the last ten years that has a worst record in hypothetical matches than Kyle Dake. Right.
0: I mean, I yeah. Okay. Everybody, everybody,
1: everybody always <laughs> doubts Kyle Dake. You're the
0: biggest Kyle Dake fan I know too.
1: I like Kyle Dake. No, you are the biggest guy okay. I, I know. And
0: that's, I don't think that's a bad thing. You've been steadfast in your opinion of him.
1: Everybody talks about these hypothetical matches. Everybody thinks Dake is going to lose these matches. And really, in the United States, there's only been one guy that he can't beat. Or that he struggled with. JB? JB.
0: And he's actually beating him.
1: Correct. You can't beat him to make the team. Right. Right? But everybody else, he's dominated. And who else has pushed Burroughs like that? Not even Taylor. I think Taylor... Almost pushed him once. Yeah, yeah, he did. Almost. Then he, then he lost. Right. You know, Dake. Let, let let's just recap here. Four time NCAA champ, four different weight classes. Says I'm going for my fourth weight class. Has the the fucking cojones to go up and challenge David Taylor at 165. I think okay? Dake's disrespected. He's absolutely disrespected. People don't like him. They don't like his style. He's arrogant. He's cocky. They oh, all this all these excuses. But you know what? That style. That arrogance everything there is what allows him to be one of the best wrestlers in the United States. So, is Zahid is Zahid Valencia the best wrestler in the world right now? though? No. I mean,
0: oh, crap, what did he do to Daringer? Sorry, I got you off topic, but I can't get over what he did I to I understand Deringer.
1: what he did to Alex Daringer, but let's let's keep things in perspective. Daringer's great, but is Daringer ever representing the United States on a real team? At the senior level. At the senior level, he is not. Okay. Has he ever medaled at the World Championships, Olympics, whatever, on the senior level?
0: He's not done that.
1: Okay. That's Kyle Dake. That's Kyle Dake. Kyle Dake hasn't. Right. You got me talking too fast there.
0: No, it's okay. Kyle Dake hasn't. But,
1: but what I'm saying is is that Kyle... But he will this year. He should this year. He absolutely should I this year. I think he got a good shot because to win Because aside it. from Jordan Burroughs, has there ever been anybody in the United States... To give Dake Fitz right now No and, and there's not many people in the world That's giving Dake Fitz He just
0: beat the, he beat the guy from uh, Cuba Who's like a multiple time world medalist by I think it was like bad It was a tech fall I mean c- Kyle Dake is a legitimate world gold threat I, I agree So the question is Can Zahid Valencia go with him And you know, I don't think we have to answer that at this moment But holy shit It's not a question we thought we were going to have to answer Did you <laughs> think that? Did you think he could beat Deringer? I didn't think he could beat Daringer. I thought he would I thought he could give Derringer a match, but I thought Deringer was too solid to okay. beat, to, to, to get double legged like that.
1: I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I thought Zaheed Valencia was gonna beat Daringer and all that kind of stuff. But Ben, I will tell you this. I'm not as high on Daringer as you are. Okay. I think I'm pretty high. Okay. On him. I, I I think Darren is great. Okay. I think he's a great wrestler and he could be a great representative for, for the United States. But I'm also just as high on Zaheed Valencia. I, I told you at the end of the college season, I don't think Zaheed Valencia loses another match the rest of his college career. Okay. And he's already proven that he can be successful in freestyle with that silver medal at the Junior World Championships. So, and he's got a style that can give a lot of people fits. What if uh
0: Nick Renan? Keeps uh, David Taylor
1: from his first first world team. Next topic.
0: <laughs> don't even want to go eighty six,
1: huh? There's your watered down weight classes yeah. right there.
0: Well, Perry's not bad though. I I don't know how Reenan beat Perry. I mean, we don't got to go into it, but Nick Reenan. I think he's a guy who wrestled as a freshman for NC State, did an all American, redshirted last year, and now he's in the finals of the world team trials. Or Final, he's in X. Final X. I know, right? Doesn't make sense to me. I mean, does it doesn't make sense to you. I don't. I mean, I thought Richard
1: Perry would at least. Didn't, be, our, didn't our boy Neiman in our group text say, "Who's Renan? I've never heard of her. <laughs> oh, he did.
0: Oh, Neiman. So yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, next topic: David Taylor is going to uh, finally make his first world team, and, and he won't have to. He won't have to have Jaden Cox praying for him. <laughs> I'm praying for you. Oh, man. 92? I mean,
1: probably Zillmer, right? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 92, man. Dude, I really like Zillmer. You gotta He's res- a fun wrestler. you got to respect Deron Wynn, though. <laughs> What's out- that dude doing with He's his life? He's out there freaking fighting MMA one week, wrestling in the World g- Team Trials the next Making week. Making the World Team Trials town t- Tournament Finals. you got to really respect that, man.
0: <laughs> that dude.
1: I mean. <laughs> uh, I do like Zilmer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, Zilmer's an excellent wrestler. I've
1: heard a couple of people say that they think Zilmer can give Jaden Cox fits. I'm not so sure I agree with that. I mean, I
0: don't know what you want me to say, dude. Jaden Cox took bronze in the Olympics and the world. Uh, if Hayden Zilmer somehow is our representative over Jaden Cox, and Jaden Cox would just mail it in.
1: He just what? Mailed, mailed it in. in. Oh, mailed it in.
0: I, I hope not. I mean, we need Jaden Cox there. Oh, I mean, we know Jaden Cox, he's you know, he has a uh, tendency to uh, wrestle down at some some points, but he's still a multiple-time world medalist, Olympic medalist. Olympic and a world medalist. I, I, this is another watered-down weight. No offense to John Wynn. I think that's awesome what he's done. I think that's really cool, actually. I think that's cool that he, he's out fighting. I think he just got a knockout a couple weeks ago in Bellator, and he comes out and he wrestles in the World Team Trials. That's awesome. And, yeah, and he comes out and wrestles in the World Team Trials and makes the World Team trial finals. Um, but, I, you know, I think that if Deron Wynn thought he was legitimate Well, one, it's probably money He's probably making a little bit of money Making a little bit of loot out there in Beltor But another thing is, you know, if he thought he had a legitimate chance Of making the world team He probably would have maybe trained a little bit more for that You know, and and Hayden's over skirts
1: by him man. I, that's the, that's where I probably uh, I'll disagree with you a little bit I, I don't think anybody Any of these guys at this level Especially a guy like Deron Wynn Who is a professional athlete you know, high-level wrestler, professional MMA fighter. Extremely he's not high level going wrestler. to do anything to jeopardize his MMA career, his sponsorships, his money, if he didn't think he had a legitimate shot to make the team.
0: That's a great point. Okay,
1: and he—I um, mean, he made the world
0: team. I mean, he's top three, right? Yeah. So I mean, he—you know—he's going to get some money for that. Depending, I, I don't know exactly how it works now with the new Final X rules, but you know, he's top three, and he's top three in the country at that weight class. Yeah. Good for uh, him. But I mean, I think that you know it's Jaden Cox's weight, right? Uh, uh, yeah,
1: especially if the Jaden Cox that we know, that can wrestle and beat anybody on any given day shows up, yeah, I think it's it's his weight class all day long. Ninety-seven kilograms. We're gonna get to see a rematch of the NCAA finals. The man. The Ice Cream Man, um, I think they also wrestled in the World Team Finals last they year did, as well, and, right? Yeah, I mean Kyle. Uh, Snyder. Tax, tax, tax all day. Same thing, man. I don't think it's going to be What do you New think Disney? about him versus Salas, though? You talking about beat the streets? Yeah,
0: beat the streets, beat the meats.
1: Man, I don't know if I've ever followed any athlete who, at the age that Kyle Snyder is— just handles himself as a better professional than this guy i just it, it, it's it's amazing the mindset and the the, the mentality that, that that kyle snyder has i mean he's willing to take he he a lot of guys say this but kyle snyder really is legitimately willing to take on anybody any day, all comers All comers that will come And challenge him At his weight class yeah,
0: Salas, you know Salas is no slouch definitely, definitely got some world medals Hanging around his neck
1: Dude, he's a great wrestler Yeah
0: And, and Salas, dude He put him on his back For four That was sick it Yeah was Almost like a It wasn't like a Metzger But it was I don't know exactly what it was But it was pretty sweet Did
1: you listen to Snyder's interview Afterwards? I, no, what'd he say? Did I didn't listen. So Snyder you gotta tell me all this. So stuff. Snyder's uh you know, he wrestles in the Beat the Streets and he's wearing his prototypes, the rudest Kyle Snyder prototype. Right, shoes. right. And you know, okay, so it was humid out there, had been a little rainy, the mats were slippery, and they were fresh painted mat, that mat was a freaking mess. Um, um and Salas is slipping all over the mat. And Kyle, really? Snyder, Kyle Snyder took a shot at Nike. He was like, you know, you know, Sal- Salas was wearing Nikes. He was sliding all over the mat. You know, I got my Ruduses on. Shut up. I the wasn't sliding, door. you know. These, these are legit shit. Kyle said that. Yeah. <laughs> Selling his he's brand right there. Pipping that shit, yeah. man. That's awesome. I, I,
0: you know, I didn't, listen, I, I, I didn't listen to any of the interviews. And you told me a little bit about the JB interview I want to talk about here in a little bit. Um, I didn't listen to that. That's funny, taking them shots. Hey, it's his money now. It's oh, he's money ma- now, he's right? that money. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, making that But, money I mean, too. you know, he's got he's to promote his brand. And, hey, you know, he he came back and he he did what he was supposed to do. He, I think that we all knew he was probably going to wear Salas down. Um, I'm surprised Salas got out to that big of a lead. T.R. Foley and his mailbagger and something afterwards, or maybe it was a tweet, said like, you know, everybody's just worried about Savage Live because Savage Live's coming back up. Mm-hmm. But you really got to worry about Salas, and I, I I don't see it. I think on a, I think Kyle beats him beats him way worse the next time they wrestle.
1: Yeah, Salas is a sneaky dude, man. He's one of those guys where. You, <laughs> I thought Salas actually, you know, he he wrestled really well for Beat the Streets. He looked excellent. You know, exactly. And he's one of those guys where you don't know if he's going to show up for something like Beat the Streets. Or if he's just going to come, go through the you know go through right. the motions, he do his do thing. Um, he didn't do that. He, but he's a guy that could do that, but then go out to a world championships or an Olympics and really turn up the heat. Okay, so, 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 so maybe maybe T. I'm R. not Foley's saying a I'm there. not saying he beats Kyle Snyder. Look, Kyle Snyder's the man, dude. He is the man, the best wrestler in the world, in my opinion. Um, well, he, I don't even. I think that Sagaliev and him are going to be on the same side if they do the seeds right. Who knows? Sajelizem uh-huh. and Snyder or Salas? Salas. Yeah, I mean, so who knows? Who, who, knows? who knows?
0: Well, down the road, they, they, the seeding criteria is different. But yeah, no. So Snyder's going to be our rep at 97 kilograms, right? I mean, that, that's a foregone conclusion. But I will tell you, where there is a little bit of a, a question mark is uh, at a
1: 125. I agree kilos. with you, man. I agree. i I'm, I'm excited for it too.
0: Yeah. First, Gable Stevenson beats Don Bradley, then loses four to four criteria to Tony Nelson. Dude, these are, I mean, legit heavy hitters. So you're right about what Gable Stevenson I mean, I, I'm mean, just coming back to reiterate that point So now we got Adam Kuhn
1: Nick Gwizdowski Final X I don't, dude Nick, It's a rematch of the NCAA finals The last championship that Gwizdowski won Before he lost to Kyle Snyder the next year He beat Kuhn I gotta go NCAA back and finals. watch that match um, You know, it's I think it's guys with Two very contrasting styles Oh, couldn't be be more contrasting You know, he likes to get to his offense He likes to take shots But people are finding out right now That they cannot finish shots on, on Kuhn And so the question is Can Kuhn wear Gwizdowski down Or can Gwizdowski get to Kuhn's legs And finish those shots? Because I think this, the answer is no. If this com- if this become, if this comes down to a zero zero one one type match pushouts, you know, criteria type thing, I'm gonna favor Kuhn in that yeah. match. Well, kuhn has got Kuhn is. I think w- what we're gonna see also is that Kuhn's upper body attacks, you
0: know, his Greco ability is 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 going to play a factor here. Okay, he's better than when he wrestled uh, Grudowski last time. Now Grudowski, remember, he took a bronze medal at the Worlds last year. So let's not act like. Uh, Nick Wazdowski isn't a, a world level um, Oh he absolutely contender.
1: is He abs- absolutely is But I'm not sure
0: and, and and maybe Tony Nelson isn't Nick Wazdowski Tony Nelson isn't Nick Wazdowski Offensively Tony Nelson took a couple shots because he had no, no other option against Kuhn And it was just ugly It was like hitting a freaking brick wall Kuhn just laughed, sprawled, and spun around And if if, if Kuhn can do that Against Nick Wazdowski It's going to be a long
1: uh, Two matches for him I agree I agree. And I go back too. you know, you and I know there's a size difference. I know Gwizdowski bigger than Kyle Snyder, but look how much Snyder had to alter his game plan against Adam Kuhn because of how hard Best it is, in the world, how hard Seven it is pounds. to take him down. Exactly. So, you know, now, granted, I know that there's probably, you know, about a 30 pound difference between Snyder and Gwizdowski, Um, maybe, maybe a 40 pound difference. But that just goes to show you, I mean, if the best guy in the world is had to change his game plan, change the way he attacks and approach that match against Adam Kuhn, is Kwiatkowski going to have to do that? And if it does, what does he do then and does that favor
0: Adam yeah, Kuhn? Yeah, because remember, one thing that you don't, you don't have in uh, folk style that you do in freestyle is a push out. And, I mean, that's a big that's a difference. That's going to favor Kuhn because what Kuhn's going to do is say, hey… Shooting on me I'm going to jack you up a little bit I'm going to put you in an uncomfortable position And maybe I'm not going to throw you Because that's a little risky But I'm going to be able to get that step out Okay You get a couple step outs That's a match Against a guy like Kuhn Where you're going to have to you to have to go underneath him On a shot To try to beat him Nick is going to have to There's no way Nick Wazowski can win Unless he takes him down With a legitimate leg attack Right I agree I agree with And you. Th- I'm not sure he's going to be able to do that Again That's, that's a topic for another conversation Because I don't want to um, you know, pick our final X winners right now. Although I'm sure we have, but you know what, <laughs> it'll, it'll probably change a little bit too as we start to you know dive in a little more. But I think that Adam Kuhn is a legitimate,
1: um, a legitimate threat to make the world team. Ben, I agree. I can't disagree with anything you just said there. So, all right, listen, we're about an you know ten minutes past an hour on this podcast. Yeah, that's not too um, bad. It's been a lot of fun kind of getting to catch up, you know, catch back up with you with wrestling and everything. Um, I can't wait in the next coming weeks to really break down some of these final X matches. Ben, I really want to get into some of the women's matches as well, too, because there's a lot of intriguing stuff. So uh, that's to come in the future. You got anything else you want to talk about? No, man, that was that was so much fun to get back into the mic, dude. Hey, man, how about our boy Isaac Jordan? Zeke. Getting going getting an over to IU at, assistant Indiana. coaching job under you know Indiana under Escobedo. And maybe Escobedo doesn't know what he's doing. I still think going from a volunteer at Oki State to a paid spot at IU is a demotion, in my opinion. But whatever, <laughs> you know. Congrats, get your money, boy. No,
0: I, and I like it. I like it. I, I, I want IU. I, Wait, I think. I think everybody wants. Uh, you need your power. You need your power conference to have legitimate
1: teams. I want IU to be relevant. I want Michigan State to you, be relevant. You need it, you know. And I think uh, Isaac Jordan. It's my little tribute to him. Always overshadowed by so many people, but he had such a great college career. And I think he's one of those guys that is going to be an even better college coach. Uh,
0: yeah, and and I think you know he was a multi time All American and a finalist, wasn't he? Seven seven two. Uh, I believe so. So I mean, come on, the IU got IU got a good one. He was a four time All American, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, it was before, I think it might have been four time. Yeah, seven seven two four or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know what? Hey, don't hurt to build that grand pipeline. Not to, no, no it does not. <laughs> so.
1: All right, so that's all we got for you. The Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast episode number 62 is in the books. Thanks for listening and as always, don't wind up on your back, bro.